Welcome to the Happy Man Coaching Podcast, where we talk all about love, life, and relationships. I'm your host and Happy Man Coach, Charlie McKeever. If you're a man who's looking to avoid divorce while understanding your wife, yourself, and your life better, head over to happymancoaching.com and download my free Happy Man Action Plan. And while you're there, click on the Contact tab and set up a free coaching call to talk about how to save your marriage. If your wife has said, I need space, or I love you, but I'm not in love with you, or I want a separation or divorce, we definitely need to talk. I've been where you are, and I know how important it is to talk to someone who understands you and your situation. Go to happymancoaching.com and request your free coaching call now. Okay, let's jump right into today's episode. Hey brother, welcome back. Thanks for being here. Uh, I'm making this video as a follow-up to my video about the three reasons why your wife is stonewalling you, why she's withdrawn, emotionally shut down, why she doesn't want to do or spend any time with you, why she doesn't answer your questions. She only gives you one word answers to questions. Um, uh, I previously, I just before this, recorded a video about the things that I did, the, some of the specific things that I did in order to turn my own relationship around and, and get to a point where my, my wife was uh, willing to communicate with me again, w- w- seeking out my company, looking forward to doing things with me again. Um, so if you haven't already, go watch that video, those two videos, in fact. Uh, I'll put links in the description to both. But, uh, but the question that came in on the heels of that first video was, how long did you feel this phase of your marriage? And so I want to make a video in response to that, right? So the, the real core of this question is, how long does this take? Uh, you know, when can I expect to see some sort of response? When is she going to start warming back up to me? Um, you know, is this even going to work? Uh, these are some of the questions that, that come up and I kind of chuckle like that because I, I've been in that same place wondering those same things. And I can tell you on this side of it um, that it's not always guaranteed, but, but when it happens, it happens slowly and it does take time. So that's one of the first things that I, uh, the first bullet points that I have, I've got my notes down below here. Uh, it takes time. It took you time to get here, right? It, you didn't get here overnight. Unless you've been married a week and now you're watching this video going, oh, what the hell? Um, which if you're watching this video after a week of being married, you might just want to get an annulment and call it, call it. Uh, that's, you know, it's not, it's, you're really early in the process. What I'm talking about are men who have been married three, five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And now they're like, hey, how long does this take, this, uh, this turnaround? How long does this take? And what we have to understand is that we didn't get here overnight, right? Like, we're not going to see a, an immediate turnaround, like a, a switch flip overnight. And in fact, you don't want to see that because if, if she was able to just go from upset at you and completely... Um, shut down and withdrawn emotionally and all that kind of stuff like that. And then she was just bubbly and, and happy and fine. You'd want to sleep with one eye open, right? Because that's not normal. That's not natural. It takes time for these things to heal and to, for change to take effect. And in fact, she's got to overcome some old neurons, some old pathways in her brain, some old assumptions about the way that you're going to react to certain things how you're going to behave, what your thinking is going to be, how you're going to express your emotions and things like that because she's got a, a version of you in her head 
that she's having conversations with and she hasn't quite caught up to the version of you that's in front of her. And, and that's a natural, normal thing. She's a safety-driven, security-driven creature and she wants to make sure that she can trust this. And so it's gonna take her some time. You may be able to uh, recognize what you've been doing and how it hasn't been serving you and be able to go, oh, oh, well, I don't need to do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. And, uh, and that's great if you can flip that switch for yourself and just stop doing the things that you've, you've been doing or start doing something that you haven't been doing. But it is going to take her time to, to re, uh, recalibrate, if you will, to readjust to this new version of you. And so, uh, so just recognize that she needs time. Uh, and that what you need to do is just stay focused on you. Stay in your lane. Stay, um, stay centered. Stay grounded. Don't don't use her as a benchmark of success for you. Use you as a benchmark of success for you. What do you think about how you're doing? What do you think about uh, what's going on in your life? Are you enjoying your outside activities? Are you building relationships with other people? Are you getting out and doing the things that you like to do that light you up? And if you're not, you need to have a conversation with yourself. You don't need to be looking at her to see how she feels about it or if she's okay. You need to have a conversation, a board meeting with you, right? The CEO of yourself and decide what needs to happen and how you're doing. And you're the benchmark of success in that area. Along with that, understand that the clock starts when you've become fully detached, when you're outcome independent, and when you've taken ownership of yourself. Now, what do those things mean? Okay, what does detachment mean? Well, detachment means uh, up to this part, we may have been codependent. We may have been fused. We may have been enmeshed. We may have been um, connected at the hip. You know, you can, you can hear these terms used uh, when it, we're talking about a relationship where where two people are need to be together all the time, that they need to be something, uh, the other person needs to be something for one of them to be okay. Sometimes it's codependent. Sometimes both people need the other person to be a certain way so that everything will be okay, so that everybody feels uh, like everything's fine. And when that's when that happens, then we're. Um, then we're not able to function unless the other person does what we need them to do. And so we become, we become dependent. We become uh, powerless. We feel like we can't be okay unless the other person does what we need them to do. And that's just not a good place to be, right? It's not a place of uh, empowerment. It's not a place of ownership. It's not a place uh, where we can make decisions for ourselves. If we're always kind of looking to her out of the side of our eye or over our shoulder to see how we're doing, then, um, then we're always going to be dependent on her approval, her acceptance, her mood, whatever it is, uh, in order for us to be okay. So we want to detach from that, right? We want to be an independent, autonomous, separate individual with values and boundaries and thoughts about what we believe and clarity about what we want and, and to, to live our life um, as a person, as a healthy, whole, complete person. And so the other thing is being outcome independent, right? We can't worry about whether or not our action, who we want to be, how we want to live, whether or not it's going to lead to divorce or not, because that's going to keep us 
stuck. It's going to keep us from doing the thing that we need to do because we're going to be afraid that if we do it, it's going to cause some negative results, some negative outcomes. So we have to be outcome independent. We have to say, like I said in the previous video, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this because if even if we get divorced, I'm going to be by myself. I'm going to be on my own. And I don't want the next 20 years of my life to be like the last 20 years, right? So I, whatever it is that I need to do for me, I need to do for me regardless of what, how it impacts the, the relationship. And the interesting thing is that we fear these changes, but what we work with men on is showing them that these changes are necessary. These changes are needed. In fact, if we keep doing more of the same, the same of what hasn't worked before, we will, in fact, uh, wind up with divorce, right? She will get further and further away. If we push in and, and, and interrogate and ask questions and, and are needy and, and ask her for certainty and, and try to get all that understanding with those two, three, four, five-hour conversations that emotionally drain her, she's going to push away. She's going to pull away. She's going to shut down. And eventually she's just going to, it's just going to vapor lock. She's not going to want to talk to us at all. And that, that will end in uh, either an actual divorce or it'll, it'll result in a relationship that is dead, that is, uh, has no life, no pulse, no passion, no nothing. Uh, and that's not where any of us want to be. And then the ownership part, having ownership in ourself is so incredibly important because um, because we were a person before we met her, we're a person now, we will be a person after she's gone, right? Whether, whether that's through um, uh, when she's deceased or if aliens abducted her or if you got a divorce, right? We are a person all on our own. And so we need to own ourselves. We need to own our thoughts. We need to own our beliefs, our feelings our desires, our actions. We need to own that for ourselves, and we need to make, a, make decisions from a place of clarity. And they can't be dependent on her, and they can't be dependent on whether or not we stay together, whether or not you get divorced or not, whether or not this relationship holds. It has to be for you, by you. No one else is coming to save you. This is it. You have to show up for yourself. You have to do these things for yourself so that you can be healthy. And when you're healthy, you give everyone in your life, the healthy version of you. But when you're dependent, powerless, stressed, unhappy, anxious, nervous, angry, frustrated, resentful version of you, you give them that version too. So, so you don't want to hurt yourself and you certainly don't want to uh, shortchange those in your life by giving them uh, an upset, angry, unhealthy version of you. So, so that's, that's it. And recognize that the clock, this is where this is my original point. I kind of rabbit trailed a little bit there, but all those things were true and important, is that the clock starts when we detach, when we're fully outcome independent, when we take ownership of ourselves. That's when the clock starts. All the time I hear guys say, well, I've been at this for six months. I've been at this for a year, 18 months, two years. I've been, I've been doing this. When does, when does, you know, when am I going to see a change? You're going to start seeing a change if there, if one is possible at all, when you finally detach, when you're finally outcome independent, when you're finally taking ownership of yourself and saying, what, what do I think? What do I feel? What do I want? What am I doing? When you're that in that place where you're more 
curious, more interested in, in you than you are in what she's thinking, feeling, wanting, and doing, right? When your thoughts are not dominated constantly about her, and you finally started to get curious about, hmm, what, am I, what, am I, what do I think about that? What am I going to do today? What am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling that? Where does that come from? What is it that I want to do? Where is it I want to go? Who do I want to be? Right? When you, when you start finding yourself in that place where you get really curious about you, that's when the clock starts. Because that's when she's going to start experiencing a different version of you. You're going to show up uh, not concerned. You're going to show up relaxed. You're going to show up curious about yourself. You're going to show up focused. You're going to move through a room and, and not even uh, acknowledge or pay attention to her. I mean, you may, you're going you're gonna to care about her, but, she, but you're not going to be looking to see if she's looking at you, and you're not going to be you know, tense and anxious and nervous. You're going to be on about your business. You're going to be focused on the business of you, and, and that's going to be a different version of you. She hasn't experienced that. When, when she can experience that, that's when the clock starts. That's when she starts getting curious. That's when things start to change and and then uh you can start saying okay you know it's been six months or it's been a year or whatever because at some point at some point you do get to say you know what i am really happy with me i'm happy where i am i'm happy with the way that i'm showing up i've been doing this for long enough consistently enough and i have left the door open for an invitation for her to join me and 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 she hasn't turned toward me at all. If you can if you can look in the mirror and you can say that to yourself, you can look yourself in the eye and say, I've done everything that I can do and I'm happy with who I am and I'm showing up the way that I want to show up and there's nothing else that I need to know or work on. And I've been doing that for long enough. I've been doing that for long enough, consistently enough to give her an opportunity to turn toward me. When I say turn toward me, I'm talking anything. I'm talking anything. And if she hasn't turned toward you at all, if there's no movement, if there's no relationship, then that's an inflection point. You can make a decision for yourself, a new choice for yourself. But if you haven't gotten there yet, if there's still work that you need to do on your end, then there's a possibility, a really good possibility, that if you leave, you're going to look over your shoulder and wonder if you could have done that one more thing. And one last thing, if she does turn toward you, even in the littlest bit, don't be impatient. Don't tell yourself that this isn't happening fast enough or this isn't good enough or she should be doing something different. Just appreciate that she's turning toward you even a little bit and keep going. Stay in your lane. Stay focused. Keep doing what you're doing. Remember, uh, this moment is, is all that we have, but this moment in the big scheme, scheme of things, the grand scheme of things, the big scheme of your relationship is just a moment, right? So the further and further away you get from this season of life, this moment in your relationship, the smaller it gets. It feels huge right now. It feels really big right now. But the further you get away from it, it will become a footnote to your relationship. You have to remember that you've got another 30, 40 years with this woman, right? In a different version of a relationship, a different version of you, right? And, uh, and when you're in that space, then this moment will be very small. And so we want to have a, a big picture view of this and say, you know what? Uh, uh, she is going to turn toward me. She is going to uh, 
um, I am going to be the man that I want to be. And, I, and she's either going to turn, continue to turn toward me and, and, and appreciate the man that I'm being, or somebody else is going to benefit from this transformation in me. Either way, I am going to create, I'm going to have what I want in my life, and I am not going to focus on uh, the negative or the, the, the lack or scarcity that I think that is happening. I am just going to stay, stay grounded, stay centered, stay focused, and if she starts to turn towards you even a little bit, just give her more time. Let her come to you on her own time. You can't force a rabbit to, uh, to approach you. You, you, have to, you have to hold out the carrot and you have to wait for it to get the confidence to, uh, to take the first bite. So uh, I've never said that, that analogy uh, out loud before. So I think it works. We'll see. Uh, anyway, there you go. Clock starts when you finally stop focusing on her, stop focusing on the relationship, and stop basing your well-being on the external. You can get there. You can totally get there. I was where you are right now, and I can tell you, uh, as someone who is on the other side of that, that I love my wife. I'm glad that we're still together, but I'm also okay. I am okay no matter what happens. I am okay if she could come out here right now, swing that door open on this RV and tell me that she's actually decided that she's done and she doesn't uh, want to be married anymore and that on Monday she wants to file for divorce. And I would be like, okay. I mean, that's disappointing. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but okay. I would just keep going with my life because my life is my life. All right, brother, that's all I have to say in this video. If you haven't, again, watched those videos, the three reasons that you're wife is uh, stonewalling you watch that video and then there's a video another video that I recorded just a moment ago about um, what did I do in order to turn my relationship around be sure to watch that video as well all right I love you brother talk to you soon bye you've been listening to the happy man coaching podcast remember to download your free happy man action plan at happymancoaching.com and until next time, remember to breathe, go slow, and love yourself like your life depends on it.